0: Welcome to a new edition of Techman Talks Dynamics. I'm joined with Liz, Matt, and your first time on the podcast, Mark. uh, Do you want to explain what you do at Techman, what your title is, first of all? Yeah, so
1: operations manager, yeah, working in the operations team, which can be a little bit, you know, subjective sometimes. But yeah, so we look after the um, cloud services, I guess.
0: Okay, so that's where we're going to probably change what we normally talk about on uh, our podcast it is around Business Central, but it's yeah, one of those so services things that, that yeah, stands out yeah, yeah. So
2: from it's, it. It's all things that if you're going to run your system in the in the optimal way and make sure that it's protected and safe and things, there's there's setup around it that's really important, but that isn't actually directly in the product. No. Correct. Um, and that's um, uh, uh, and that's things that most customers will have somebody that looks after mm-hmm. a lot of this. Some won't. But every customer needs to think about how they manage this side of their uh, of their admin. Yeah.
0: It's more your traditional IT security, it, it is, yeah. and, user and management, exactly.
2: And if you haven't got that traditional IT role within the business, then how do you make sure that that um, these things are considered and these yeah. things are yeah. um, set up and monitored and managed um, in 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 the right way?
0: And we know security has become a really really hot topic over the last probably five ten Absolutely, years, yeah. and it continues yeah. to be. And with that, Microsoft have, um, over time, NAV, as it used to be in the vision, used to have its own user creation. That was migrated and it became part of our general network. So if I had one user, that my password and credentials would allow me to log into Business Central or NAV and now Business Central. Um, but as the security's tightened up, um, what's what's changed in that model? We have we have a couple of phrases, don't we, that we talk about um, here where we've got another bunch of acronyms. DAP which and look. GDAP. GAP, DAP. DAP.
1: DAP. <laughs> i <I'm> really struggling. <laughs> DAP and GDAP, yeah. Yeah, so I guess where this has come from then really is traditionally as a cloud service provider where we resell a subscription, when you create a custom relationship, historically it used to inherit the role of administrator, global administrator, or delegated admin privileges. As the so the relationship,
3: customer. as in customer, and yeah, we, any, yeah. we as a partner. That's Correct, the
1: yeah. So any any partner that wants to sell a subscription, be it three sixty five, office, Power BI, has to have a relationship with a with a customer. Okay, so it's hard to imagine how, how it used to be. But even six months ago, twelve months ago, every partner inherited a role of. Global administrator. So they had a huge yeah. So,
2: so, had so, a so, yeah, so in in a customer where we just supplied yeah. their business central yeah. licenses, we had four. Yeah. And potentially, access. we could allow
1: any of our staff to inherit that role of a delegated admin to all of our customers. And um, a customer could have three or four different partners via selling different subscriptions, and all of those partners could be global admins, and all of their staff could also be of And
3: that's of their Azure tenant. So the, the yeah, cloud-based. The, the so tenant, anything
1: within that tenant. So it could be Azure, could be 365, Power BI, Business Central. Yeah. So only, I think it was April last year, April 22, Microsoft announced it because of partner feedback. And it's only, started, it's only started to be enforced now, but what they're doing is taking the DAP role away, enforcing GDAP to make it more granular. So a Business Central partner couldn't just have D three six five admin and the telephony partner can just be Teams admin and so on and so forth. Or SharePoint admins
0: because previously I guess if we went in to do something, we could impact something. That yeah, have an office Yeah, yeah. And vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Or could come and make yeah, a, a lot of
1: mistake conflicts for... of interest going on there. So any, yeah, anybody could go in and just do it, make a mistake or not. Suggesting there's any influence ward, but you know, three or four different partners all being admins of one customer, and sometimes the customer doesn't even know that. Wasn't really aware of it. So rightly so, Microsoft listened to a lot of partner feedback. Um, and from June this year enforced uh, on partners to um, to take away their admin role and make it granular. Mm-hmm. So we've gone through all that, we did that back in May. So now all of our customers, unless, the, unless they want something different, we've only got the Dynamics 365 admin role.
2: So what does that give us then?
1: So we can get into the uh, BC admin centre, manage the environments, manage the telemetry, um, the capacity, table size, all that kind of thing.
2: And does that mean every user from TechMan can log into Yeah, we customer? we get
1: we get that control. So we, when we, a customer
2: yeah. said to me the other day, "Why why is every single TechMan person in my user list?"
1: Yeah, well, that's different slightly. That's
3: it's, it's not every user. It's it's people that we deem... Yeah. Yeah, support the groups, yeah, support yeah. the consultants, yeah. so so
1: when when I support or anybody goes into a customer's business central environment, a user gets created. Okay, so that's that's what customers are noticing um everybody can have that because everybody by default is a support admin so we can all get into the environment um so yeah that, that's what that's what customers see a long list now
2: yeah uh, but, but that's ne- never taking one of their paid users no licenses, no, is, no is it? it's, it's, it''s
1: they've taken away the so you can't see the full name now you would notice you don't see first name surname it's just I think it's techman technician you see now right.
3: It used to just be a whole yeah just big gooey, didn't it?
1: It was. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just tech man, technic- technician now, you see. Right. So yeah, ma- many customers didn't realise that multiple partners had full control yeah. of all the tenants. Um So yeah, it's much better now. Much much better by doing things now. We, we still see customers come across some other partners who've still got other resellers as, as full admins, but Microsoft now is starting to pull those. If, oh, if, okay. if partners don't,
2: so if someone switch partners, yeah, you do. You is there something that you have to do to remove that pre uh, or do you switch it from the end, one to the other the, Can the custom, you have more than one if you wanted to? Yeah,
1: you can still have plenty. Yeah. yeah, so we see So most of our customers will have at least us and another partner, because it could be the three-six-five partner or Teams partnership, SharePoint mm. partner. Uh, but they should now have granular access, uh, and it's up to the it's up to the customer really to to manage that and monitor that, but really do diligence should be the other partner to, to relinquish control.
3: So I guess there's there's quite a few where they, they've just got a full user setup called so-and-so admin or whatever yeah. they decide to call it and yeah. just give them global admin yeah. and, and so, my, that remains. Yeah
1: So Microsoft on the 1st of June, well, I think it was the start of this year, new relationships were only GDAP only, but then just about now, I think they're starting to tenant by tenant or region by region's enforcing it. So if the partner doesn't do it, Microsoft will just take that role away. So we're, you know, we're seeing customers move across from other partners who've still got, like I said, still got um, delegated admin. So you know, when we see that, we'll highlight it with a customer. Um, but yeah, I mean, worryingly, we still see customers with um, no, no 2FA policies enforced. The
0: so 2FA is...
1: Two-factor authentication,
0: which means you would get like a phone. Yeah, get, you, you get an ID. Yeah. We're all used to it in our personal lives, yeah. but
2: yeah. So again, that's nothing to do with business central setup. No, no. Um, that would all be part of your um, of your Azure. Yeah. So any any, any customer setup. with
1: any cloud subscription, be it Teams, three six five, Power BI, has a tenant. Customer might not know they've got a tenant, but it is, they have a tenant. Every user who wants to access a cloud service could be BC, could be anything. Um, you, you need to have some credentials. Really, you should have two FA enforced, so you, you access that um, service, you get prompted for a code or a text or a phone call, or whatever is to to validate who you are, really. So... Um,
2: so our recommendation would be that everybody sets yeah, that up. 100%. And that is the recommendation for... Yeah. um Across all every, every, products every service, not yeah. just Business Central, but yeah. um, any, any product across yeah. the whole... Correct. Um, and, and in terms of setup and things, um, that's something that they, they they should do with their um, existing kind of modern workplace partner or yeah. um, it's yeah. a service that we can offer now yeah. that we can help them yeah. set up those, yeah. those right. kinds of new things. New
1: tenants, it's it, it's on by default, but yeah. obviously a lot of what we're seeing is legacy tenants that have been there for years and years and years. And
2: so everyone should... Should have a look at that, and if they ha- don't have it, think about how they get that into place because it's. Um, and there's, there's, it's there's been from some Stuart's more, point of
3: view. I guess, some more complexity added into it recently, isn't there? With with basic authentication going, um, yeah, service to service kind of authentication. So rather than having, you know, setting up a user, let's say, to be the integration to your website, it's now a. Service to service and, yeah. and the authentication actually is a lot more secure, yeah. um, but it just takes a bit more setup and yeah. and kind of understanding of the back end to put that in place. And
1: yeah, I mean two two FA only applies or MFA it's also known or only applies to user interactive mm. user accounts. Yeah, but yeah, you're you're right. There's there's another authentication type OAuth, um, which is, in most cases it's yeah, a service to a service, not a user to yep. a service. Um, that has its own. You know, concerns around security. You know, somebody really needs to manage that. Um, you know, you you've got see a, a client secrets; they they can expire. You know, where, they need storing somewhere safe. Um, Certificates. If you not, if you don't use client secrets, you use certificates. Well, you know, you need to manage the renewal date to those certificates.
2: And actually, a lot of the time, the the services that we're talking about are absolutely key to people's business processes, aren't they? So, mm-hmm. in terms of yeah. things like mm-hmm. integration between your website and your yeah. um, and your ERP um, or um, and and um, websites, handheld devices, yeah. any, anything kind of external yeah. to Business Central that talks to yeah. it. Um, if, if your security certificate expires or, your, mm. um, or you have a yeah, then everything just yeah. stops <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. so it's really important that somebody is managing that and somebody is understanding yeah. how that so, yeah. all fits together and how that works
1: yeah, absolutely so you're right about the basic authentications that, that was deprecated i lose track now probably October 21 I think
2: yeah if you had that you'd know about yeah. it by now yeah, because that's, gone. You, yeah. So that's gone yeah.
1: so anything with Business Central now that has a third party integration it, w- it would use OAuth and that's managed by a service principal or a app registration. That's all part of the tenant. So again, that needs monitoring, maintaining, securing. So yeah, you know, if 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 you're not if not using TechMan as that primary Azure Active Directory tenant admin, these all these things need, you know, at least on the radar. You know, need mm-hmm. to know who looks after this for you. Um, you know, we're seeing now again customers coming across from the partners who have got service-to-service authentication with a secret, that only has a two-year maximum lifetime. So if that, if that expires, then something breaks. It's mm. then a chain of events to work out, actually, it's this, this this has expired now.
2: And everything stops usually on a Friday yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's nobody available to look at that till Monday mornings, which means all weekend you can't take any web orders. Yeah. You know, it's, it's quite serious. It, it's mm, quite, um, yeah. it's, there's a massive impact um, and and that's almost something that each mm-hmm. customer should be doing there should be assessing the impact of what, what would happen if this mm-hmm. went wrong when they think about um, how they're yeah. going to manage it and, and the investment they're going to yeah. put into to managing it. And
3: you talked about those client secrets, putting yeah. them somewhere safe. <laughs> what do you do, like put them in a box under your bed? Or <laughs> and
1: as your Key Vault really-
2: Was that where you keep your money, is it Matt? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah as your, as your Key Vault really is the place to store um, secrets, any any kind of password really. Um that's probably that
2: it, it sounds quite dramatic, <laughs> doesn't it? That is, a bit um
1: That probably comes more under an Azure service because a key vault is an Azure resource as opposed to tenant management. We're talking about tenant management. But if the customer's got a key vault, then that'll be in their Azure subscription. Okay. Yeah.
0: And with, with GDAP being introduced, what's what services do we used to be able to do that suddenly have been removed? You talked about a couple of them. Was yeah, any so, high level stuff. Yeah, so it, again,
1: it's hard to imagine how this was six months ago. But you know, if we were not if we weren't were not we were not nominated as a primary tenant admin, we could go and reset a password, create a user, set up two FA, reset two FA if a customer loses their phone or or breaks their phone. Um, and we used to do that because we could help people out. Obviously, we, we can't now. Um, as much as we like to, it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Obviously, customer, takes the customer. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, so the cust- certain
3: B th- things in BC we can't do as well, isn't there, with, without a global admin. Yeah,
1: yeah. The list is getting smaller, but um, the, the, what the outstanding thing now is we can't schedule job queues. We can't mm. create job queues without an internal BC. You can run once, can't it? I think if it Yeah, G, no, I G, think be yeah.
3: Easy. So for testing, but we can't. And, th- and that was a security. Thing.
2: Sometimes, though, I think that these, the, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, a lot of mm. these things, they yeah. should, the customer should understand yeah. What, yeah. what 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 is going on. So actually. The, yeah. the, uh, us setting up things like that, which could impact performance, it could impact. You know, we don't necessarily understand what time of day these things can run. It's probably better that. Yeah. Well, it, all of like, them good
0: practice. Yeah. It's making customers aware yeah. that if there's a problem and they phone you up and expect us to do something, yeah, it's yeah, not as being yeah. awkward. We physically or technically yeah. can't do it. Not physically. Yeah. So the message we're
1: trying to get across really is: if you know, you need to at least tell us who that nominated partner is, so we can refer the caller to that partner to get that done or if you want us to do it we can do it for you um, we have to be made yeah we need to be we need to know about it and I think and a lot of the customers probably possibly aren't aware that this has happened
0: yeah. so the first time they're going to try and do something is when they have yeah. a problem and then it's going to be a long or a, yeah. a slower response yeah I suppose response. as
2: well for the customers that are migrating from older versions where um, they might have had it on premise and it was quite easy to administer yeah. and it was kind of very much a self-contained piece of software it isn't anymore. It's yeah. now part of a a, a big cloud ecosystem services, of, um, but that's of, always of different product. But it's
0: one of the key benefits we talk about. Business Central. It's part of the Microsoft ecosystem. It you can use, yeah. at least, you get this high level of security. But with it comes yeah. extra setup or maintenance. And, and yeah, just
2: yeah. yeah it's no longer just a little piece of software yeah. on its yeah. own. It's, it's part. Not, of it's not
1: just a software as a subscription. It's a cloud service that we're providing. And you know, somebody can be us has to manage the, you know, the bigger picture really.
0: And Obviously, Microsoft see a lot of these issues, which is why they're introducing this. Yeah. If it was a smaller provider, a lot of the time, it you you wouldn't get all this pr- protection, no. and it'd be far worse. Than the implications of actually somebody getting in, or damaging, or, or getting rid of something that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Uh, you did you mentioned it to me once, which was really interesting. You talked about the like the two factor authentication, where yeah. you you got a phone, and we waiting for the code to come through. There was this example of yeah. if I lost my phone, and I'm the I'm the admin, at, yeah. at tech man. What happens then? And that—that that was a genuine issue. And if anyone's lost a phone and you can't. Oh well, yeah, anyone goes it.
2: out Saturday I leaves the phone in the back of a taxi. I'm not saying that anyone <laughs> has done that. <laughs> that. Everybody um, here. <laughs> yeah. What happened? You know, yeah, you know. You, that. you don't have a phone. You, yeah. you it takes a while know.
0: to get that set up. If from a business point of view, and you needed yeah. to make changes, Microsoft have introduced a service. Haven't yeah, they break, break, break glass. Break glass. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So we, yeah, it, it, there's a flip side too. having to FA? You know, if you've got one designated, dedicated global admin, and you're not wrong on a partner. You know, that that guy needs to have, or lady needs to have four weeks' holiday and Mm -hmm. get sick and lose their phone, break their phone. And, you know, how do you then get your access to your tenant then? Mm.
2: So, how do you then? How
1: do you, yeah. So, there are. (laughs)
2: That's the one most likely to leave their phone in the back of a taxi. I've never done
1: that. I mean, really, that that one person should have a DR documented. There are ways around it. Uh, Microsoft call it the the bright glass so when it really does hit the fan you break that glass and you you can't get in there's obviously hoops to jump through because everyone can't do it Uh, but I think it's, it's good to have you don't want to have too many global admins but, you know, if you've got a, a partner, you, know, you can trust and rely Reliant and also an internal admin, and that's a that's pretty good mm-hmm. place to be.
2: Yeah, I think with the internal admin, for a lot of companies, that would be one person yeah. they'd be reliant on. Yeah. So making, I think to have a little bit of backup to that, which yeah, is a company yeah. where you're not reliant on one person, there's there's lots of us yeah. that can, can yeah. assist. I think that's yeah. probably... Um, part of the, the policy that a, yeah. a customer should have so most of the time that can be self-sufficient yeah. but there's always that backup if you need it and, and a
1: good thing with gdap is you can because it's granular you can choose which partners have which as-
2: yeah
1: manage which aspects so mm-hmm. they can, so they can give need, us a bit yeah you don't give need to give us, give us enough to help keys out to the kingdom, enough, it. enough to help them out yeah
0: I think it's important though because customers as they're relying more and more on technology and this transformation we've been talking about for ages to digitize everything if you're not aware of these problems and you think, well, the IT yeah. person has got their phone and like you said, but the problem happens when they're on holiday or yeah. you you would never have thought of, well, what, what's the impact on my business? And yeah. it can be critical. Yeah. Like you said, the, c- the certificate's expiring. If that stops you taking web orders... Mm-hmm and it takes you 24 hours or whatever to sort out, what does that do, not just on your day's business, but the repeat business, but yeah. well, I'm not going back there.
2: It, not... it, it's different, isn't it? Your, your DR policy used to be about taking your tape and yeah. putting it in, yeah. you know, taking it on sure someone's taken off-site. That's completely different now. So it, it probably needs that everyone needs to yeah. review those policies and yeah. review what they would do in, 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 in the event of this. Yeah. And this is why we we've introduced a new service to do this, because we can't do it as part of our support contracts because it's it's not standard support yeah. some customers don't need it because they, yeah. they're covered for that some customers need a, a lot of support mm-hmm. some customers probably want something in the middle yeah. where they have someone so to, to charge everyone as part yeah. of the support contract wouldn't be yeah. fair so it's just an additional service that we can now offer to help people out yeah. as much or as little as or they as need it
1: as somebody else I can do it?
2: Yeah. yeah, and and to just to to, to give a, a some advice, we would always recommend that so they have somebody internally that understands this. Yeah. But the, you know, we're, we're here as a as a backup to to discuss those ideas. And we talked it. about
0: BC. This is CRM as well, I'm guessing, isn't it? Firm. yes yeah, it's, so it's, it's any, any yeah. anything We've yeah. yeah. got yeah. quite a few CRM yeah. users as well that do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that you think is worth mentioning around any of these changes or things that example scenarios that we've we
1: haven't covered? It's still evolving. It still it still changes. Um, well, that's
2: the other thing that's difficult to 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 manage it internally for customers, isn't it? Is that they they can't um, they slowly keep up to date. It's not their yeah. day job. It's yeah. our day job. Yeah. So I think we, yeah. you know, we. I, I hope that we can keep on top of all this stuff and we can push information out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, though, that sometimes people don't read the emails properly that we send out about this because it sounds quite techy yeah. and they might just, That's yeah. but it is important. Yeah. This is the security of mm-hmm. your data and your systems um, and the impact is so you know, if if we do send something out and you you know people don't understand it, or then 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 come and talk to yeah. us and, let, and us let us explain it. Let yeah. us explain it because yeah. it is you know, yeah, you it's, get, the, it's the it's equivalent of going out your warehouse and leaving the door wide open, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, we there is on the website on the techmail. uk. There's a blog about this. I'm um, just printed out so I could just refresh myself but important changes to the microsoft partner administrative pri- privileges um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm really sorry I've lost my ta- I left my phone in the taxi last night <laughs> <laughs> um But there is a basic overview of what has changed. So we've put that on the blog so it's available. You you can speak to your customer engagement manager and they'll help you out, put you in touch with Mark and his team around what this means. So we're trying our best to get that information out, but it is important that customers are aware of it. I know we covered it, I think, last year a little bit at the user day. We've got that happening again in October. No doubt there'll be some sessions around that. But uh, we are doing our best to get as much information as we can out um, and to help. And make people aware of what this means. It's nothing scary, but it's just understanding it and putting the analysis in place. -hmm. place. That's
2: great. Thank you, Mark. No problem. Yeah. And yeah. the moral of the story, don't leave your phone in the
0: back for taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, well, thanks uh, thanks everyone for uh, contributing today to the podcast. And thanks everyone who has tuned in and uh, tuned in? Is that sort of a thing now? You don't have a wireless <laughs> anymore, do you? Uh, as, as watch this on YouTube or Spotify or wherever you're getting it from. We really appreciate you uh, your listening. So thanks again, and we'll see you soon on another episode of Techman Talks Dynamics.